that's how we keep it all alive. We ca- that's how we keep good human behavior alive. As when you see people, you know, going above and beyond in a scenario where they don't have to, where no one's watching, where they could just clip the ticket and go along and do the bare minimum. Mm. And when you see them, and it's easy with when you ki- see people doing that, you feel like you have to, eh? You feel like oh, I need to give, I need to tell yeah. them they're doing a good job, yeah. you know. And fuck it if I don't feel like it. Like go yeah. and do it, man. It's part of. It's part of good, you know, growing a good, a strong society, Absolutely. community, and stuff, eh? Like people that are doing good, like let them know, let them know, let them know, let them know. Even if you don't know them, hundred percent. And that never happens to me. Maybe I'm not doing any good. Maybe I'm not working hard enough out there. <laughs> I haven't had a pat on the back in years, boy. <laughs> um, should we read the list of the most selfish? <laughs> 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 That's where it was leading, boy. That's it. Yeah. Oh, no. Seagulls make a hell of a noise, eh? Seagull- <laughs> Honestly, you know, I try to, I try to love each and every animal, but some of them make it tough. Like they have been blessed with an unfortunate yes. screech, aren't they? They're real loud, eh? Yeah, they're obnoxious. They sort of in your face, going. Sort of get the neck yeah. up and well, just like yeah, they're real piercing. Like the other birds are quite, they get around and quite pretty. And, you know, they give a nice, give you a nice wee tweet, you know. And the pigeons, they make that sort of that sound. The yeah. do. And then oh, yeah, that's the squawky guys, eh? But I went to the tip a couple of times, a few times actually. I don't really like going there. I sort of go there and I'm just like, you just see the piles of shit. And I mean, like I'm not, I'm no saint. I throw a heap of shit. Naturally, you know, we all do. With it, especially with business and, and with, you know, where you work stuff. and I keep everything. Sort of got, <laughs> I try to as well, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, sort of sometimes I've got to, um, unfortunately, I've got to throw some stuff out. And I sort of go there. I'm sort of feeling bad and I wonder where it's going for, for one. And then, like, you, you just see people, like, they'll be throwing out shit. And you're like, God, damn. It's like, that, like half of that stuff's recyclable. Like yeah. I know a lot of stuff's not these days, but like yeah. a lot of what's it, recyclable, mate. It's, it's a whole other topic. Or it's metal. I've seen like roofers like just throw like a whole trailer load of like I'm talking like a whole house roof, or at least be half for a trailer. Should load. I add roofers to the list? Yeah, I don't imagine it was in the landfill section for long, boy. If you were there, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going in for that, but. I mean, next door there was a scrapyard next door. They'd actually like take it off your trailer for you. And they might give you. They'll probably won't give you anything for it, but yeah, he'd have to pay. They had to pay for that to go into the dump. And there's a whole trailload of steel, so it probably yeah. cost them like five hundred, maybe not five hundred, maybe like a hundred, hundred bucks. Yeah, to get rid of it, as opposed to like the guys almost paying you next door for it. But no, you're you're touching upon a you know a problem we're all somewhat aware of, which is this culture of consumption and waste where it's you know like it's not our fault it's not like people going to the dump. it's like they've got all the stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. now they've acquired the stuff like you need stuff like sometimes I, my my granddad used to you know when he died he still had all his tools you know all well looked after all you know they're all sitting there and i've got them all now boy <laughs> 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 and uh you know there's as you say it's not just the person making that decision, the society's having an impact in that because you couldn't afford to just go buy another one. Whereas now, you can go to Mitre 10. But you can you buy can a go, cheap one. Wow. Well, oh, oh, this one's rusted and fucked because I left it out. Well, I'll just go get another one and hiff that one. And you don't, 
Most people don't look after their things as well because when it's of easier, how cheap it's easier and, easy. and cheaper to buy. It's normally just easier. It's easier. It's not cheaper to buy another one each time yeah, for yeah. sure, but it's easier. You got to try and take. People, yeah. all, all it takes is like it's actually easy to maintain shit. Like look up a video. Like no. say you got a rusty tool. I want, what you know, look up a video. It'll probably there's probably a one minute video on there. Yeah. To, 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 to get to get that what's the incentive what a sharp for people to do it yeah there's no incentive there's know? no incentive it's, it's quick other and than stuff's cheap yeah. you know yeah so we've all fallen into it a wee bit to some extent you know yeah to some extent but I mean when you get like, there's also like a bit of a, when you've got like your tools and shit say you're working with your tools all the time like you kind of like you get attached to them almost and you're like no I like that one he's done well you know yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep him I'm going to keep him well oiled and greased yeah. and, and he's going to be in the tool belt you know for a long time yeah, well, your tools will be getting a lot more use than mine, boys. So yeah, you man. need to look after them. Yeah. The cheap shit that you can just replace. The the glaring thing with most of it is it's it's not that well made usually, and it and it looks shit. Yeah. You know, it has a it has a real. It looks made on a production line. It looks there's no. No character to it. There's it's, no character. There's like this plastic functional. There's plastic instead of wood. Yeah, plastic plastic instead, of wood. instead of wood. And the metal. The metal's not normally as good. It's like it's definitely not as good. Mm. Like that's, I don't know what the difference is there, but there's definitely like steel used to be a lot, probably harder. You can still make that steel now, but all the cheap stuff they'll be like, oh, we can get away with making this tool. Yeah, you know, with that. But I mean, the old tools, yeah, they last long. Oh, steel's the good dogs. in them. They get a bit of rust on them. You can clean all that off. And you know, like I said, there's heaps of tutorials on like how to. How to, yeah. how to how to keep keep up with the with the maintenance on like just wee hand tools and yeah. and refurbing them, get them getting them back you know into into good working order. We're all probably familiar with that feeling of needing a tool or needing something, and you go to the shop, you go to your mitre tens, or, <laughs> we go to that we go to the mitre tens or whatever, and we we look in the aisle and we're like, there's like tears all the way up, and you go, oh, oh, I, I fucking love that place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get up and you go, well, oh, that one looks actually. That looks like a tool of old, but it's about four times the price of the shit tool. And you go, yeah. You go, am I going to make an investment here and look after it? Can I trust myself to mm. look after it, or for the job? Do I just get a cheap one and then later I'll get down and get a good one down the line? You got to. What you got to do there is never get the cheapest one. Doesn't matter what you you know. If you're doing if you're doing a job and you're buying a tool, you obviously you want that tool to do that like that job and then do it again because you'll be better at that job and you end up doing that job again. So you get like you you meet in the middle almost without like spending too much. Never get the cheapest shit, you know, like number eight. That sort of like that shit doesn't last, and it's shit. Don't look and be tool shed boy. <laughs> I mean, like for, for a jack of all trades like yourself, I mean it's you'd be out of pocket if you bought the best the best tools. Oh fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's a yeah. Don't get the cheapest. Get like let me get the second cheapest if you like shit, man. I just need this thing this once, and it's not. Mm. A general rule though, old shit is normally it's normally way cooler than new shit, and it's way better. It's better made. It was handmade normally most of the time. It was handmade. yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of it's the handmade, right? Yeah, handmade versus machine yeah. made with and a little bit. Of just, and the wood was you know like was nice hard wood, and they yeah. would have, you know they would have used that specifically for that, so that it will last a fucking long time. It'll last as long as the steel if you look after it, and it's not left out in the rain. Mm. It's funny because you'll you that'll extend to. A, nearly everything why don't you look i'm looking up at their guitars guitars you know vintage guitars are very sought after very pricey because of the craftsmanship um furniture you know when you some of that old furniture you look at that and you go a machine could not do this you know it's be it's machines incapable well now it can like machines can do all that shit no 
What are you, what are you talking about? Furniture? No, machines can they can cut all the board. All it is is like it's more like the the, the decorative stuff on yeah, furniture. You yeah, know the yeah. wee the wee things that. That's what I'm that trying to tell you, boy. Yeah, the, 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 the decoration. That's what they went into back in the day. Like, and I suppose you're talking to modern stuff. You could walk through Larnock Castle and tell me that's machine built, boy. Machine built. None of those, but wasn't many machines of building that place. But it's like, yeah, the wee nooks and crannies. Machine men with machine minds, boy. Hand, like, hand carved with chisels with, like, skilled, like, what are they call like, carpenters, craftsmen, like. Mm. Well, the chiselman. I suppose it was just a chiselman, you know, at some point. This is see, I have been to Lawrence Castle, actually, man. That place is sick, man. I just, I went there. I was with the whole family when I went there. And I'm definitely going to go back by myself. Might even ask if I can sleep over there for the night just to get a real feel for the place. But uh, it's badly haunted. Well, I hope so. By chiselman. <laughs> see, I, was, I got talking to the guy there that kind of, he's been there for, for ages. He kind of shows people around, people that are interested. He's sort of. He realised I was quite interested, and he sort of came and hang out with me for a minute. And he's, I was in this, I was in the big foyer on the way in there, and I was looking up at the ceiling, and I was like, "What?" It's like that is how do you what? What's going on up there? And he comes over, and he's like, "That ceiling took six years for these guys, and there was like, there's like three or four of them working on the ceiling for like six years. One room, one room. This big foyer, like there was." That'd be pretty standard crazy, practice these days, wouldn't it? I don't think so, fella. <laughs> they, like, these wee bits, these intricate little bits, he's carved in, all this wood he's sort of stuck on, and, like, there's so many different bits of wood up there, and then he's, like, this guy points out he's got this wee signature for every... He's like, he's like a real artist. Like, he's a sought-over guy. I'm assuming, like, Larnock's castle was Dunedin, so he... This guy's... They've shipped him from, like, from finishing off castles over in Britain and over there, like, doing all all that sort of stuff. And I've shipped him over here to do this for 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 William Larnock. For it's phenomenal, man. Six years for a ceiling like that's what they were, they were happy to wait six years for a ceiling like that is just it's just mind boggling, eh? You can't wow. even, you know, it's it's crazy. Six years, six years. What do we expect in six years these days, eh? Like oh, you I mean, you could do a house. You can pump out a house in like four months. Not yeah. a castle, but I mean a castle size. You would be, you wouldn't be six years for a That's for a silly. mansion. A mega mansion, I reckon you'd be. You know, I haven't built one myself, but you'd be, you'd be two or three, two years for a yeah. proper big, big motherfucker. Three years for a massive. Depends how much money you throw it in, I suppose. These back in the day, these guys were only probably held up for, with ships, taking bringing glass from France and marble from Italy and all those, this shit. Those mansions don't these days. Not that I've set foot in many mansions, but they don't have the wow factor of the old stuff, do they? You like, the, like your new mansion, yeah, man. Yeah, the new mansions. You yeah. don't. You, don't, you step in and you're <clears> like, oh shit, this must have cost a bit. You know, it's nice, but. Well, look, look, it cost it. You can look at it and you're like, this this cost a lot. Yeah, yeah, this, you know, this like, looks like money. Like they could have paid for like probably a million of those ceilings those guys did, those carved back in the day for that castle, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's just there's no one out there doing it and they can't do it. Like that. And no one's willing to wait six years for a ceiling. Does it stop you in the, your tracks the way Larnock Castle does when you're walking around no. there? Because what is it? It's the devil in the detail, is yeah. it? It's the, the attention to detail is astonishing on old stuff sometimes. Yeah. It is crazy, eh? And yeah, like the new stuff, it hasn't got that character in it. Like, and yeah. you can, I think you can bring it in, but I think what you got to do is you got to salvage a bit of it. You got to go and find it. Those buildings that are kind of coming down with all that old character mm. in it, yeah, it might be full of boring stuff, but 
bit of work, but then again, you know, you're going to work and working on it and for years, for years. That's something that I love about old stuff is when you do work and walk into one of those new mansions, it's like a um. When, 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 I thought you had never walked into one, boy. Well, yeah, hypothetically, <laughs> <laughs> were I to walk into a mansion, in historical terms, it's an it's a baby. You know, it's there's there's no history in it. Every old artifact has a story. You know, that's one of the reasons I love going around op shops and things like that. And you pick things up, you know, and you you don't know what the story is half the time, but you're like, this is this wee things. This thing's got a story to it. It's lived, you know. It's, it's history does something. Stories do something to places. You know, you can walk into those old places and you can feel the history. You're like, mm. man, there's been generations of humans yeah. come through. God knows what's happened. So, so you get the same thing actually in a forest, old forest and yeah. stuff. Where you're like, well, ooh, that was a big part. Ooh. Like a build like that was a massive part of everyone involved in that's life. You mm. know, especially well. The guys that started working on it, you know, like it would have been mm. all finished. Like I don't know how long it took to build all up. I think it was seven or eight. The ceiling took the majority of it, by the sound yeah. of it. But it's, it's just cool, man. I like thinking of that shit I mean, and like yeah. how they built stuff back then. You're a bit of a, um, you know, salvager of artifacts when you when you see them. Yeah, yeah. they they call me what, an albatross what? rather than a seagull. <laughs> just do. they do, do they? Yeah. Well, the seagulls do. Anyway. <laughs> What's the what's like say you what's an old piece you've shown me that you've picked up along the line like maybe that um I'm thinking of that old opium uh, pipe or whatever oh yeah I found it on my I didn't actually you, I had like a wee compartment you'd put it in like yeah. a wee brush like and everything and that's why it was so cool because it had all the wee bits and pieces all the human hands that have touched that throughout its yeah. life you know and it, it's got its own wee life like a wee Pixar movie yeah. I just smoked I smoked a bit of weed through I had to try it out I don't have any opium I <laughs> I put a bit of weed in there and had a weed. Just to make sure that it worked. <laughs> um, but you know, you do the same thing and try and put a little segment together of something on the shelf at Kmart that you bought and bought home. It's like a guy that went to the production line and then it shipped over here and there it is. That's, that's your story. Yeah. You know, you're starting with a blank page with all these things, which, you know, everything starts yeah. with a blank page in some sense, but. Um, I don't know. I just love stuff that's imbued with stories and history already. Yeah. I'm just drawn to it. Things well made, eh? There's something about yeah, them. Yeah, there is. They're just, they're just cooler. They're just, they're just cooler, man. Yeah. You look at you look at something from back in the day, and you look at something from mm. from nowadays that's been made. So hey, so, hey, don't get me wrong. There is some fucking cool shit that's been made nowadays. That's way cooler. You know, technology's evolved. Heaps of stuff's gotten better and cooler. And mm. the sums, the certain stuff. What are you eh? thinking? Like, what are you thinking? And well, I'm thinking cooler. like. Um, I mean, yeah, I was probably thinking more like tools, like oh like, yeah, they've um, made the job like yeah, power, power, power tools, tools yeah, things yeah. like that. Um, yeah. And something, oh yeah, what's some things that they've improved? Hand tools they might have improved. Yeah, but it's the, but those are tools. They're not they're not yeah. actually products. I don't actually think those hand things are probably haven't haven't got any better. They're like the proper wee hand nah. tools they had back in the day. But you know what I mean? Like you're describing tools to make a product, but in terms of products, what products? Yeah, product. I mean. Digital's a whole other ball game, right? You know, we could we could talk for hours on that. What that's meant for the arts and things like that. Like it's changed the types of art that can be made. You know, there's music being made now that actually physically couldn't have been made yeah. thirty years ago because of the the method. You know, people can combine sounds in a digital space on their computer. You couldn't go into a studio and fuck around like that. You know, you're paying 
you're paying for the tape and you, and you actually can't sit there and fuck around with tape the way you can digitally. Mm. You get you get new types of music come out of that. So it's a whole other, you know, and there's and you can people get into personal preference of that. That's just two different types of arts. It's all music, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know where I'm leading with that, but Send me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go back, man. Where would you go? Oh, right what, now, what year? What year would I go? Shit, I hadn't had time to think about this, but maybe two years into the Larnock roof. Where would I go? I'd go. What year? What year would I go back? <laughs> Specific <Shit>. year <laughs> or decade? Oh. You can say we can say decade. Is that decade? You could almost say century, boy, and that would that would be fine. I mean, I'm not great on history, so I'm not. I might drop drop back into like a, a crazy war or something like that. But you know, I'm beside the fact beside the fact <laughs> of the war, accidentally. accidentally, but that's what I'd have to be careful of. You know, I'd have to yeah. do a bit of research before I, if I jump in a time machine. Hey, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Take me back. Oh god! But I, I don't know, man. The, Mm. Probably late 1800s, I reckon. Early 1900s, like a little bit of technology, kind of. You're always going to walk into everywhere. Wild everywhere west. you go, you're going to get to somewhere where you're like, not wild, oh, wild west. Fuck, we don't have penicillin, or we don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. in some terrible. Yeah, fucking, yeah. But you know, if you could just pop in for a day or two, and tell you what, that makes you think like you wouldn't actually fucking someone these days if they would probably wouldn't want to fucking go back that far. Nah. The majority of people. Nah. Because of the penicillin, because of the medicines, like the anaesthetic and the penicillin alone, <laughs> and the doctors. <laughs> Bless the doctors. The hospitals. Bless the hospitals. Bless the hospital workers. Yeah, but ah, uh, oh man, sixties, seventies would have been pretty cool by the sound of it, music-wise. I'd probably run back into the sixties, fifties. Wouldn't mind popping back to like round about those couple. Well, of how old would you be there? I'd probably want to be. <laughs> how old would you be? How old would you want to be in the in the sixties? Um, I don't know how old were like the Stones and shit. I reckon you'd want to run through around their age. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, I reckon around their age, because then you could see it all. Because they, you know, I mean, go you go back for some blues, a little bit of, like I wouldn't some mind more gnarly blues back. a little bit earlier. You know, I wouldn't mind popping back to check in on when um, around that couple of days when Jesus was purported to burst forth from the tomb. Purported, <laughs> reported, <laughs> <laughs> teleported. <laughs> Yeah, back back around there, that would be interesting. Kind of going. Imagine you went back there and you're like, "Oh shit, he did." No, he is. He's out. He's, oh, that yeah, would the resurrection. Be, yeah. You know, like yeah, that would change. Imagine, things. imagine coming back nowadays yeah, yeah, yeah. with that information. Yeah, no, he's like, real. He, he, he came back. Wax waxes down on East Street, telling everyone he's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You'd have to be you'd have to be careful, eh? Because you could see some truth. You're like, actually, no, that happened. Yeah, and you're coming back as a time. It wouldn't work. Eh? You couldn't. You'd have to be super smart. Imagine trying to portray something like that coming back. Mm. That's getting deep. <laughs> you can't even do this. never going to happen. Well, it might. How's it going? You're a good fella. How was the show? Uh, you know, it was good. It was good. I'm tr- trying to be a bit more uh, cultured, you see. Just trying to. Nice, good shit. Sitting at home and watching sport all the time. <laughs> what would you go to? Uh, it was the Invercargill Rebitry show. Of, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that which, advertised a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was good. You sound t- tired like it's taken it's an emotional <laughs> toll on you. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, I should be. A, I should be a lot more enthused. They, they did a great job. Um, oh, good stuff. I see shit like that advertised, and you know, I know a few of the people involved in that, and I'm, I'm always like, I need should make a bigger effort to go to the stuff. And it's just, oh, it's just I, hard. I with, yeah, yeah, it's just hard with young kids too, and fitting everything yeah. in, and you just it comes around, and then you're a fucking hypocrite going, oh, I'll bring that band back down there, I'll go next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you see, you see how much work that gets put on. Mm. Like, I mean, obviously there'd have been a couple of months of leading into something like that, and then. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not uh, loads of people go along to these things. It's hard work getting a lot of people. Yeah. But um, we, we really do need to. Yeah, sorry, we re- we really do need to support that culture. eh? you're right. Like it is. It's mm. there's some bloody talented mm. people out there. And um, what were they, what were they putting on tonight? What were they doing down there tonight? It was a show called The Shape of Things. Yeah. So there was a um, some dancing. <laughs> no, it was it was it was pure theatre. <laughs> uh, which was <laughs> just, uh, for the Invercargill repertory. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was quite good. I did, I went to, uh, I was about the same earlier in the year, there was the Invercargill Musical Theatre put on Jersey Boys. and I was uh, told to tra- go to that. I was told to go to yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I wasn't going to go in full transparency. I got uh, given a ticket, so I thought, oh, I'd better go along. And then I went along, and afterwards I thought, Geez, really should be going to these things because it was, it was quality. Yeah, they, it was good. The, the Invercargill Musical Musical Theatre always do punch above their weight, eh? Hey? They're a... yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. For for um, yeah, for the local group, like they put on some. Well, I, I, I'm no expert. I've been to one. <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to one, and I, I've declared it quality. <laughs> yeah. People more uh, more um, in the know than me suggested it's, uh, it was quality, so that backed up my comments. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, good stuff, mate. A nice wee change to your Wednesday evening. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's normally um, it's normally watching reruns of Frasier or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you beauty, <laughs> Frasier. Oh, a little yeah. wee toast to Matthew Perry tonight, eh? Hey? Oh, that? yes, that yeah, a... that's... Uh... Chandler, Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. We Chandler, all, yeah. We all, someone's put something up. We, we all, we've all got a bit of Chandler Bing in us, eh? Like, you know, we're sort of like, as <laughs> trying yeah, to make, we... you know, make people laugh, like that enjoyment. Like he's, he's a real cultural real. phenomenon Man, as we were going Absolutely, huge, yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, for what is it quite a simple sort of show, isn't it? It's just a group of people... And they just hit it. They hit it massive. It, it was they? it was massive. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I loved yeah. it. And you'd watch it. You'd be watching it again. You'd you'd seen the episode mm. like five, ten times. This is probably more up your sort of alley, uh, wax. But they obviously got the casting bang on there. Right yeah. at the start, didn't they? They, they hit the yeah. nail on the head there. You know it's right when you look back and you just couldn't picture a single other person in any role. It's. Mm. Mm. Lightning strikes sometimes in the entertainment world, isn't it? Isn't it amazing how uh, it hits you? You've only ever uh, watched this person on screen, and you have no affiliation, or whatever. But when those sort of that sort of news hits, it just it rocks you a wee bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I think it has. I think it has rocked. Um, yeah. It sounds like it a few demons, you know. I mean, it's it's not a usual life, you know. We all know there's a another side to that level of fame that, you know. It's yeah. Different. Yeah, it's 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 not your usual life, is it? No, nah. because it was daily, 
and you grew up with it on your TV, yeah. there's almost a wee bit of feeling like, oh, I've I hung around that guy for some time, yeah. <laughs> like back in the... Like, yeah. I knew him by proxy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you sort of can um, re- relate to some of the storylines. Oh, I don't know, maybe. Group of people flatting Which one, you, which one, which, which one are you talking which about? Which one? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Of uh... that one where Ross gets his teeth whitened. That was some. Would he locked himself in the? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Suntan thing. Yeah. We went to <laughs> Tries to get the couch up the stairs. I might have to put it on again. Eh? I might have yeah. to buy the bloody DVD set and put it on. The last. Um, Episode where they walk out and put the keys on the counter, sort of thing, and walk walked out. You know, it was quite. Uh, I don't know if you know, remember that one or what I'm talking about. Mm. I remember leaving a flat that I was in for a while, and at that moment, you walk out and you leave the, the uh, keys on the counter, and you think, oh, that's uh, it's quite a poignant moment. Yeah. Did that have you sort of rolling around in the fetal position? What? Tears, <laughs> ice cream, and. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 clocks that you're running off but yeah there's something you look back at that you know when we first got access to just playing things whenever we want it was like wow this is what we've always wanted but that wee bit of me always looks back at that kind of things on the clock yeah you know with the the nostalgia appointment viewing and you had to be you had to be there at that time to witness that great show eh? or you you missed it you know you like and you couldn't gorge you know you had to you had to spread out your yeah. meal, well, and it helps you figure out your time, eh? Like you, how you spend your time. You're like, oh, shit, well, I need right. to, I need to put buddy half an hour away for that and that, <laughs> yeah. or I'm gonna, gotta... I'm, I can't catch up at night on my phone. You know, like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't around. No, it's, you nights sit, you sit your day up around your favourite program. Nights of sleeping. Yeah. yeah, you did. You raced home when you knew. Yeah, different time. It's not that long ago. We actually realised last week, Savvy, we didn't introduce you. <laughs> you run the Southland Tribune, which has been a a great thing for Southland. Yeah, no, it's keeping keeping me out of trouble. So the Tribune is an electronic newspaper, essentially, isn't it? That's coming out and it's telling local stories around Southland. The the point of difference being that you're a great writer savvy. It's this lovely balance between colloquial, conversational, but professional, and it's it's a voice of reason. It's given both sides of a lot of issues, and it's. I was actually thinking the other day about Gore. That bloody 180k review they're going to do because they reneged on that, didn't they? Yeah, they decided not to. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking you probably played a big part in that happening because you know media, and it was. If I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was the Tribune that that got in there first or got in there oh, early. Well, no, the yeah, I, I can't take all credit. I think media in general, if you, if you didn't have local journalism, those sort of things, you're right, wouldn't get. Um, wouldn't get exposed because it's ridiculous for such a small town to have to be having to pay that much money. But when lo- when local media is doing its job like that, it's it's heat, isn't it? It's 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 putting heat on, and they feel it, and it's yeah. it, it actually can impact their decision making. They can go shit. The media's on us, right? We've got to sort this shit out. Whereas if that goes un unquestioned and unchallenged, mm. 
but you're you're really saying to the people, in case you're not aware, here's what's happening with your money here. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people are busy; they're not yeah. looking at that. And are you happy with well, your money going there? You know, like especially at a place yeah. like Gore, like how many ratepayers? They, they haven't got many rate as many ratepayers as we have. Like they sort of feel oh, that, exactly. you know, when you, when you waste your money like that. I think that you're right, Wax. Let's put the pressure on. Well, I've definitely read it. Read out. There's quite there's quite a problem in the states at the moment where there's a lot of towns that have lost all of their um, their local newspaper and local journal, journalism, and the biggest thing is that the, there is no one. Because when you go to council meetings, it can often often be the councillor, staff, and then the media, media, and that's it. There's no one from the public or very mm. off. You're busy fucking working. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. People don't have time to sit sit through that. So if you don't have the um, local media there looking. And I know that there's some concern in the states at the moment because a lot of towns that have there's just no scrutiny of the the council. It's not to say that the councils are um are terrible, but you've got to um yeah, as I said, just got to ask some questions around some of the money that gets spent. But um, where can people catch? Where can people find his stuff? What are you, are you on Substack? Do, do we need a? Yeah, is, is that's there a... just that, look. To be fair, and this thing is just easiest if you just Google uh, South and Tribune, and then there's some prompts if you want to. You chuck your email address in, and you can get the old Tribune sent to you. So, one interesting mm. one that's on the agenda at the moment that the the boys have both been sort of intrigued on is, is the Walkner Place debacle. Yeah. Give us give us a bit of a yeah. run, lay of the land there. Well, it's, a, it's an interesting one, yeah. I mean... Sorry, mate, before you start, but again, the only reason I knew about that was, was an article I'd, um, that you'd written. And a lot of people would, wouldn't wouldn't know what's going on. So, so yeah, what is going on? I'm, I'm patiently waiting for the town crier to get out there and deliver this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you want me to give you the rundown of what's going on? Please. Right. Obviously, there's a new hotel being built in the old Menzies building, you know, the lower Esk Street there. Is that is that council built or is that Richardson or is that No, that's, uh, that's a Distinction, guy, is it? The Distinction Hotel, yeah. A guy, hotel, guy, yeah. guy yeah. called Jeff Thompson, yeah. who's another cargo person, actually. He's got he's got hotels in, in Tiano, I think. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. Tiano, Dunedin, right all around the... He's done very well for himself. And anyway, so... Through that process, they're looking at what they're going to, what they do with Wachner Place, and so before Wachner Place, and I didn't know this um, till recently, was put in place. It was actually a road just went straight through from like Esk Street through to Levin Street. Right, right, okay, yeah. So, so there was no Wachner Place here, and it was just the street just went right through. Now they're looking the council to try sort of tie in the new hotel with. The rest of the CBD, they've basically gone. Well, do is what in a place at the moment sort of fit for purpose with what they want to do. But the preferred option they're talking about is basically opening it back up as a almost a street, but a one one lane access for tour buses to get through to the hotel, and that's obviously created a bit of debate with people whether that's the right thing to be doing is knocking over what in the place. Some of that debates come around the historical value of it, eh? It has, yeah. But like I mean what in the place was only opened in nineteen eighty nine, so it's not we're not pretty, talking pretty recent, yeah. Yeah. But it is also like there's an invocable mayor called Abraham Wachner and his wife, after obviously he passed away, donated some parcels of land to the city council and from that Wachner Place was built. 
That's pretty cool. Eh? So she donated some land and they sold it, and or, or she donated. But that wasn't the land though. No, Walking no. Place wasn't the land she donated. Uh, I believe there was parts of it, but actually, that's something I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not sure whether it was through. Fuck, are you doing your job there, mate? Yeah, <laughs> you actually caught me out right there. <laughs> that was, that was an How many big bustling full buses are we picturing turning down to this hotel? Like? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the um, question a few people have raised. Um, Another point was um, got, someone must have commented on um, your story or something like that. I, I read it somewhere. They said as soon as you take that clock big wall down, the structure of it and all that. He's like the wind howls through there and howls straight through into Estuary, where they've spent all this yeah. money on this on this outdoor sort of sort of well, not outdoor shopping centre, but it's like a nice street that connects a lot of sort of shopping into Estuary, mm. and and turns that into a wind tunnel. I mean, that's a, definitely a good reason to to not to not bowl it, I suppose. That's certainly been a contentious issue, and some the people that are saying, "Oh, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine," and then others are not. So, but I would have thought there must be some sort of I don't know, there's experts in everything these days. There must be some sort of experts that can tell you how it's going to work if it gets opened up. Because there's some people saying that Walkner Place was actually built to stop that wind or parts of Walkner. But we can't find the documentation. And now they want to open it up <laughs> and just like blow into wind tunnel. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely up, should, should be up for, for a I, good debate think, to this. You know, <laughs> this city has got a problem with needing an exuberant amount of parking and vehicle access. It's like we're a small little place. You can walk a block. We, we already, mm. sh- in my view, shouldn't have cars on Esk Street. Then again, like the access does bring like people, you know, if tourists come into town, they probably do like the bus pulling up out the front of the, the hotel. I mean, I can see that side of it too, but I mean, surely there's another way. You, you shouldn't have to blow well, through like, could, a place. Well, they could pull them through 11th Street. Maybe more thought and get some, some other ideas involved in that and, and see what we actually could do with that space. Rather than, I mean, once you put a bus lane through there, we ain't getting it back. I'm getting any real ties to it, but I don't feel like it should turn into a road. See, my, my theory is, this is what I think, is I think we need a public space of some sort um, that people can gather and mm. whatever. And all, all dance to the sound of music. Yeah, why exactly. not? Exactly. Absolutely. But I'm not sure that Walkner Place is the right place for that because it's right. It's, not, it's, it's next door neighbour's a state highway, mm. Crown Alley. But I'm not sure what the other alternative option is, whether there's something can be do, done around the what's going to be an empty H&J Smith site. I've got an idea. I've, I've got an idea. What if we could do a compromise? I don't know. Maybe say they want the bus lane there. This is I'm not, I'm not for the bus lane, but... An idea. I'd be more okay with the bus lane. If it was like, say, they sort of did it up. I don't know what they. Someone would come up for design. But when the bus comes up to go through, the big door slides open. You know, <laughs> the bus goes through. The like door, the, giant do, the door shuts. Door. Like, how cool would that be? Keep the keep that clock structure almost. You know, like keep it up there and have the bus going underneath it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool idea. I reckon rather than electronic, though, you want big wrought iron gates and there's a guard. And he a, king, has, a king's guard. A king's guard, and he is to sort of unbuckle. No, why don't we just have two king's guards and give them a, actually? That'd be cool. you could make some cool gates, you know, get some cool glass in there, you know, tie in with a cool like a glass bloody company in town, design something like gnarly, you know. It's so weird with governing a town where you go, well, what do the people want with it? And as you say, well, they don't really have actually a productive means of engaging with the public on 
what people want around this. They host a wee fucking council thing that, as you say, three people who don't have jobs go along to and fucking one couch potato yeah. from the Tribune. And, they're fucking <laughs> <laughs> and like... And most of the public are just there in the comments section on the on things kind of giving their two cents going, oh, that's stupid, and it's already ship sailed by that point. Like, How do they engage with the public? Oh, I'm, I, look, I sort of have to say I feel for the council because they do try a few things, but the, the reality is I reckon the whole submission thing is flawed because what you get is, you, like for this walk in a place thing, for example, they got about 150 submissions, and most of them were against knocking over what place. Like you know, they obviously had attachment. But so submissions. Explain the submissions. So who, what's going on? So, so they. So well, this is probably a, a fair thought that people haven't heard, but they basically put out a thing saying if you're interested in having your say on whatever the, the subject might be. In this case, what in a place, then you can have your say, and then people put their submissions in what they think. So they can write it, they write into the council and then right they say... And then, and then they can also, there was a thing last week that they can come along and speak about it as well if they want. How do they know? Do they send everyone in town an email about that? Or does yeah, it... how do you get that information out there? I no guess shit, the they've, they've got the whole town's emails. Yeah. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Remember right. that one. If they wanted us to go there, they'd fucking email us, you think. Wow, interesting. Yeah, well... They don't oh, want I, us to know, mate. I'd be happy getting emails no from the Invocational City Council about hey, shit hey, like that. Well, hey, hey, Nicholas McGraw, what do you think? You're a member of the what town. Do you think what do you think should happen? What do you think should happen with Bockner Place, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean it is a good point. You'd definitely open that one. You wouldn't open the rates um, no, invoice no, statement, but, the, but you'd open that you email. From I mean, it's weird. I've actually been thinking maybe they need some new tech, like some app and shit, but you're right. They could be just using That's email to all idea. the fucking... That's a good idea. All the citizens yeah. of the town and going, well, hey... All you're doing is letting them know that the submission's yeah, like, open, I suppose, for a certain... But I'd be interested to know what kind of impact that actually has on what they do. If you get 100 people come in and you go, well, we've got 50,000 people in the town, 100 have put in this thing. 150. Can we, can we even listen to so that? you say 100, there was 150 yeah. submissions. So, I mean, how many people got that? If you get 150 submissions saying, don't do this, please, and you look at your number of people in your town, you're doing some simple math. I'm no mathematician, but you're going, oh, do we just go ahead and do it? That's, like, what's that? Well, 0. 0.00. 0.00. <laughs> <laughs> But then I suppose it does pay to be interested, you know. Um, I mean, yeah. if the, their argument would be, well, you've got no clue what's going on because you're not looking at what's going on. Like, there probably has been articles about it and it probably did come out somewhere. So, but I mean, an email would, would, be, would, be, would be great and very informative. The, yeah, I mean, as I said, this is, the process is a little bit flawed because you get 150 people and actually for this, for, that's actually quite a few submissions for a lot of... A lot of things is very few. That's but, crazy, huh? But often it's flawed because you get might get 150 submissions on someone, some with people against. But often that's because those people are, are triggered. They're like, "Oh Jesus, we can't have that happen." But the the mm. bulk of people that might not be that phased about it and be quite happy for aren't submitting. So then it's you don't get all of that, mm. and then you get. Well, it looks like it's an overwhelming support that Walkner Place should stay or, or whatever the subject might be. Um, but back to your point about the whether they listen to it or not, well, that's the that's the dilemma that the old councillors have got, um, whether they feel that they know best and they box on with whatever their preferred option or they 
technologies. People have spoken here. Yeah, mm. would, would I? You know, I should ask myself that question. Were I a counsellor? Would I recommend we listen to that? When you exactly, you know? yeah, because you you actually don't really know how representative it is of your city. Mm. So if you knew you had a majority, like more than 150, say, say you had 15,000 people yeah, saying, yeah. hey, don't do that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, they'd just be happy to get that many responses, I think. So what's the, so back to Wachner, are they thinking these buses are coming from Queenstown, like from Fjords, Queenstown, and then Invercargill is going to be another destination? Think, like, do they need to go down that way? Like, sometimes they think about this shit weirdly where they're like, we've built a big hotel, so now people are just going to come to stay at the yeah, hotel. Yeah, no shit. What are you <laughs> <laughs> Come and, and drive through the gates. Come on. <laughs> ah, come on. That, yeah, it's a great point, Wax, actually. It, it opens up the other topic where, where we're soon going to have, um, I think that's about 150 rooms in that distinct new distinction hotels. It's one so, double-decker. <laughs> come on. He can drive around the, the block. Um, he can drive around the block. Come on. Yeah, to go with the old 80-odd that the Langlands have got. So all of a sudden, in the space of two years we're going to have an added 200 and whatever that is rooms in the city and yeah we're going to ha- they're going to have to have an increased number of visitors because to make it work what do you think about the idea of them doing a ballot each week and like a, a family has to go do a stay at one of the hotels like they're picking right. out citizens well they could have a, they could really ramp up the whole staycation there what's that the old staycation are you going have a holiday at the uh, hotel room for the locals. <laughs> yeah, they can do some special rates. They'll be getting. For locals, they'll definitely they? be getting news for local swingers for sure. Savvy <laughs> <laughs> <Sevy> knows. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> know those motels that you book by the air or something like that. Tell you what, would would be good for business, a brothel. If we did a brothel <laughs> in town. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mate, there's 170 people coming in on buses. We've sakes. gone what a place to brothels. So. <clears throat> I shouldn't yeah. have given that idea out, actually. <laughs> if they do get rid of what my default position is normally, if anything sort of historic has got to keep it. Yeah. But I, I, I don't really have that same sort of feeling with what a place. But if they do decide to get rid of what a place, they've got to say we will commit to looking at an alternative public space for. Yeah, that's uh, a good. It's, but, it's, because it's, we need some sort of. Um, public space i still think they need to pull the cars off east street they've done this whole new street and there's just no need to have cars going and parking on there speak for yourself mate i went into spark today and it was actually nice just pulling up out the front i didn't have to walk around the block (laughs) (laughs) there is there is 700 new car parks in the building right there i mean i'm happy i'm happy i mean if i couldn't drive in there i wouldn't give a shit you know i think that would be much better served as like that main street in queenstown just a wee sort of Mm. walky morley street like my thought is the other side of this street. If you were if you're planning the city, the other side of this street would just be all like your hospo, yeah, your yeah. cafes and restaurants and bars all over that side. So it was almost like you. Were, That's what your Melbournes and stuff are like, eh? You walk yeah. down and you're just choosing where to eat. You're yeah. Smelling. So you say like we're going to meet in we're going to meet in East Street. We're not, and then you pick where you get what bar. Yeah. Or yeah we're going to town. Get we're going to town. We don't know where you're going yet. You've mentioned Savvy as well that H and J's is up in the air. So if they if they do end up bowling there, that's quite a big mm. space there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you could you could carve off a bit of that space for a potentially a, a town square or such or whatever you call it. Shelter something in there. The sun, right? You're getting the sun there, aren't you? You're getting mm. the yeah. sun. That's a that's a great idea for that. And then sort of build maybe some sort of. To be fair, one idea that 
of Nobby's that does the Southern District Council, the Invercargill District Council, and Environment Southern all based in Invercargill, and all of their buildings are a parcel used by dates. So it makes sense to build a. They've been working so hard getting our buildings up to date. They've forgotten about their own. <laughs> yeah, I'll bless. bless them. Yeah. So you could, I don't know, they could use that space, build a new building, yeah. and, and plus have a. That's massive, though. H and J's is massive, man. When you look at that, like you could do, get a, you, it's huge. Eh? Yeah, you can do, you can, they can do a lot with that. Like you know, it'd be it's a great where you get some picnic tables and uh, mm. nice areas there. Oh, I'm, I think apart, I think they need to get more in a city living. I've been big on that because you'd love you'd, that, eh? Sitting up there, fucking, oh shit, yeah. just looking over but the town, the, mate. The, the, the thing is that um, I remember when it was first discussed that the whole rebuild of the inner city and someone suggested we, they need to get apartments or inner city more inner city living because what happens is basically the town's busy from nine till five and that and just, uh, place just empties out but that's a good point and also with like the bars the bar sort of thing you know like having a having a having a half decent nightlife in a yeah. certain place it requires people to be living in town right mm. The other guys, they haven't, they haven't got to get a ride home. They're, they're going to go out to town or go to a restaurant, yeah. have a few drinks with their friends. Mm. You know, like, that's good. Bring in that inner city, and that might help drive up the the traffic in, in these bars, you know. Exactly. And, and, they've, and they've built a few of them lately, you know. And Because the, the thing is, uh, a lot of our, probably our leaders of Southland, um, just can't fathom how, how anyone would not live in a quarter-acre section or something. Mm. And they, they can't mm. fathom that anyone would be interested, but yeah, um, a lot of migrants to the area, they're more than happy to be living in, a, in a, an apartment or retired retired people that maybe... Uh, um, Not only more than happy, like I know a few that have, they miss sort of being in the middle of the town. Yes. You know, it's, it's almost yeah. they've grown up in the middle of mm. living in cities and that. Yeah. And it's... And it's it's more people oriented. You're actually yeah, talking yeah, you're, to people you're more. You're a different lifestyle. When you got your yeah. when you got your place, you know some some people like this space and mm. stuff, you know. But when like a lot of people are people people. We're not you know? catering for the uh, urban socialites. Was it was it Matt, Matt Anderson Stewart? Was it did you someone did we um, oh, yeah. article on yeah. him? It was you, eh? Yeah. Was that yeah. him? He was like, you know, we need to, we need to, we need to build up. People yeah. need to get used to inner city living. He, and he's, yeah. he's a local architect and sort of you know that's that's well, where a lot of architecture is around the rest of the country. I bet. That's right. Yeah, I think they'd be surprised that there actually is the demand for that sort of... And, and it would bring them in. Right? That's sort of where all the fuck all these buses are going to go for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got another idea for the Wachner Place. What about a bridge over the top of the... Off- <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you... Oh, God. You love your tunnels and bridges, don't you? <laughs> well, we can't go through it. <laughs> well, I think it would be remiss of us to not Finish up tonight, Sevy, with a wee debrief on the uh, the TMO. Oh, are we going to go there, are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's World Cup. I don't know about you, but I f- it felt different. The the, the, oh. the game felt quite different to the previous World Cup that I remember watching. I Yeah, I don't, I'm going to come across as real negative Nelly here, but the whole World Cup was a bit of a fizzer, I thought. Apart from the two quarterfinals, I enjoyed those. All Blacks Island and France of Africa, but the rest of it. Um, well, you think about it. That we played France for a start, and it was a really a nothing game because it was going to be France and us going through. And then we spent four or five weeks just drifting to the quarterfinals, where one week we had a bye, 
Mm. Um, I actually forgot yeah. it was on halfway through. Normally, like, the World oh, Cup no, comes on, it? it's like, oh yeah, what's on next week? It was like, must have been that buy. I was like, oh shit. It was, it was just in this massive holding pattern till till we got to the quarterfinals. But anyway, and then um, as you mentioned, the the whole state of the game around the import of the TMO and everything like that. It feels like there's been a shift. And how proactive that TMO is, you know, where, yeah, where, oh, definitely. where it was, yeah. the ref and the touch judges kind of would go there if they weren't sure or something. Mm, if they and, needed to, if they're like, shit, I want to... It's quite a major shift now to a to a team of analysts, you know, proactively <clears throat> throwing stuff up, going, did you notice this? Did you notice Overriding this? the game. Overriding, pulling you know? things back. Like, if the game's so... Yeah. I, I feel if the game's so quick... I'm not a big rub, rugby analysis, uh, analyzer at all, by any <laughs> means. Can't even say the word, for God's sake. Um, but for the game to fly off, the ref can't keep up, you know, with the games too fast. It's like, that's, that's his fault. The TMO shouldn't be there. Like, the game's obviously getting quicker. The guy's fit as hell. He's going to be there at most things. If he misses the odd thing, the game's too quick. Like, that team deserves that because they're pushing the game, you know. And the for the TMO to come in, uh, it just seems like they're interfering. They shouldn't. Well, of course we're going to say that, you know. <laughs> just, we're just living in this world where they're trying to get every call right, where... And because of that, they're, they're just studying everything. To, um, but the reality is, sport is uh, still a hu- human, and you're going to have mistakes, or, or people are going to get away yeah. with things. But if it's um, if it's consistent, like no one will care at the in the end. It's just there's it so much it controversy. Can't be. It can't be consistent, really, because there's just they're pulling up. No, they need one rugby, ref. Rugby they need one ref to ref every game of the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he needs, one like. game a week for fifty-two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Every rugby yeah. player knows that there's just daylight between like genuine foul play and mistimed stuff, and I, I get that. They're trying okay. to they're trying to mitigate head injuries for guys who you can't just take their word for it about what they want to do with their heads, but. Look at UFC, you know. <laughs> it's all right. But, oh, yeah, the, the def- there's definitely some fears around um, around being seen, seen, <laughs> being seen to um, make sure they're looking after people as best they can because we've obviously seen with But they've gone for legal. deterrence, like an old-school law system. They've gone, right, yeah. we're going to make examples of people and put red cards up everywhere and then that'll stop it happening. and. It's just, yeah, it's really, they could be doing damage to the game there that loses. It's hard I to think see. They how, are, yeah. It's hard to see how this could. And to be fair, this hasn't just happened this World Cup. Like, I went up to that All Blacks Island test last year in Dunedin, and oh, what a bore fest. It was just cards getting dished out everywhere, and the game just dragged on and stoppages. Yeah. And the people that I were with, we left and went, oh, I can't really justify paying that coming up, spending. Travelling up from Invercargill and spending that money on on something like that again. And you're also you're coming off a period in rugby where the bootlace tackle was not effective. People it, it enabled offloads. So coaches have taught these players for the last generation: you got to win the contact, you got to hit high, you got to be dominant. Mm. And so all these players coming through have been raised in that environment, and now you're saying to them overnight almost you've got to your muscle memory in a split second in a game has got to be completely overridden mm. at all costs. And there's going to be slight mistimings and accidents around that. It's, and it's slowly changing the game, like the contact of the game. Like it's going to turn them into fucking pussies. Yeah? <laughs> 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 See the footies on. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, you, you definitely want to... Um, 
rather than punish the whole team with the uh, red cards, just give out the suspensions after the after oh, the game. Shit, and eh? the Let game the game run out. out for fuck's sakes! It's a mm. World Cup. Like every motherfucker's watching that game, eh? Like, oh, oh well, shit, mate. On that note, well, fucking four more years. <laughs> <laughs> But. New Zealand have got to be happy with that though. Like the All Blacks played their fucking guts out, man. Oh, like, they did. They, oh, everything guts. online, they it was. Yeah. They got to celebrate that. Yeah. Poor old Fozzie. If, if they'd come back and won that, they would have had to step back and make Fozzie a little crown. Or yeah, <laughs> poor Fozzie. It played, was so close. Like you played. can't say they didn't put in the fucking work, and Fozzie didn't put in the work like that. A year and a half ago, like honestly, if you let Fozzie loose and walk in a place, he might have been straight up. <laughs> but, you know, you flash, <laughs> you flash for two years, and I remember after that Ireland game, eh? Like I, I popped onto Facebook, and there was a photo of Bundy Arkees devastated on the ground, and Fozzie's got his arm on his shoulder, and I was like, "What do we got in the comments here?" There was these people kind of going. Ah, oh, there he is, a great man, Fozzie. You know, that's that's our Fozzie. And then there was a, there was a guy underneath him going, "Oh, the new coach would have been too busy breakdancing." You know, and I was like, oh, "I bet these two were at the forefront of the mob." They'll be back for him now. They'll be back for his blood now. You wouldn't have thought there's so much pressure on a coach's shoulders, eh, man? Oh. Guy like Steve Hansen, like he he almost put pressure on New Zealand, eh? Like when he was coached, like I think we ha- I think we have grown up a bit as a country, though. And I, well, I don't know if it's growing up or, or people are just not quite as passionate. But there isn't the outrage, I think, after losing a World Cup that we used to be. We got those two that sort of settled us down for a wee bit. True, eh? we got yeah, eleven true. and fifteen, and people were like, "Right, that'll keep me going for another." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much gas it'll be in the tank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, right, chat. Great to chat, guys. Yeah, mate. Always a pleasure, mate. Enjoy yeah. your Thursday. Right. Look after yourself. Right. Bye bye. Ta da.